2: It's that time again. Yes, it is. It's Monday, Monday. Happy Monday to you. I just get all jazzed when I hear that guitar. I I love that guitar. (laughs) Happy Monday to you. I hope that all is well with you. I'm good. We're good over here on the East Coast. Chris and I are doing fine. It's... um, It's that time again when we have a good show for you. We have a good show for you. Um, Sometimes I don't even like to call it a show because what we do here is ministry. But we are on the radio, and um, that's why I call it a show. Anyway, godly men are speaking out. I've got some godly men on the air with me tonight, and they are speaking out about some very important, thought-provoking issues, some very relevant issues today, okay? So I'm ready. I hope you guys are ready. As usual, I am sipping my tea tonight. I have my rose hips and hibiscus flowers. Love it. It's one of my favorites. I hope you have yours. I hope you're ready. Chris is with me again tonight. My wonderful handsome husband, are you there, handsome?
3: Well, I'm here, and I I hope I'm handsome.
2: (laughs) Still. Still, okay. You don't have to hope, darling. I can I can assure you that you are. (laughs) All that in my eyes. So how are you? How are you? How are you?
3: Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, God is good, and we are just uh, excited to be in His presence and doing His work, and 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 come going forth, talking about issues that that men face.
2: Amen. I know the last few weeks that you've had some really good conversations um, with Charles first, and with John uh, again, and I've. I've learned a few things myself as I've listened, and it's been very hard for me to actually stay out of the conversations. <laughs> but um, I know that Charles is going to be joining us tonight. So Charles, are you there?
4: Yes, I'm here. How are you all doing?
2: Oh, we're doing wonderful. Just wonderful. How are you, brother?
4: Uh, I'm awesome. I'm great. I'm glad to be here tonight. and. Uh, Look forward to the conversation.
2: Uh, I know that last week, Chris was like saying, okay, hold, hold on, hold on, brother. Wait, wait a minute now. I mean, you were ready to go last week. Are you, <laughs> <laughs> you coming back with the same enthusiasm and passion? Oh, yes. Okay, wonderful. Well, I know that you two have your own agenda tonight, but I would like to ask you both a question. And it is related to one of, uh, one of your topics that you're going to be talking about tonight. I don't know if I should throw the question out here right now or wait until you guys get to that subject. What do you, what do you want me to do? I'm, I'm going to be like I was a caller calling in, and I have a question for you guys.
3: Well, caller, what's your question?
2: <laughs> okay. As a woman, myself, I see boobs... Butts and bodies in my face all the time. I mean, everything from bras and cleavage, the butt crack, thongs, you name it. Dresses so short that you can see some of these ladies' undergarments. I'm often shocked and offended at what I see and I'm a woman, so I'm going to ask you all to tell me how you cope with these temptations and remain faithful to God and your wives. Now I'm just gonna get off and let you guys answer that. Otherwise, I'll be all up in the mix.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, well, Brother Charles, before you say anything, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my wife to hold that question. About uh, maybe the third segment, we'll, we'll be coming back to that because what we're talking about is going to lead right into uh, that that topic. Um, and I know we both have have um, some 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 insight that we can share because it's 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 something that every man faces. But we're gonna um, touch bases on. Um, what we have talked about in the past. We talked about fatherlessness and um, the father in the home and the father who is not in the home, who is not present and how that has um, affected our youth today, young men and young, young women also. But, uh, I just wanted to um, do a, a, a recap. We talked about father, fatherlessness. We talked about the role models that young people need to be able to see um even in the home you know um even with John Martin last week he talked about how his uh dad was very huggy 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 kissy kissy with his wife and and he was all he was that way with all of the kids and it was um it was a good positive role model in his life because a lot of men don't see their fathers you know show affection they can show anger, you know, and um, that's something that's been taught. Uh, don't show your, you know, don't show your tears or don't show weakness. And uh, but what it teaches is uh, imbalance. And so he talked about the balance in his in his life, and that was a good um, a good thing to talk about. Also. Um, we we talked about um well well we talked we just talked about the home the, the having both parents in a home and and we had a real good conversation last week tonight we're going to move forward and talk about um something that we see daily every day um on the tv you see it everywhere you go uh we're getting pushed in our face about the the effeminate man is being pushed in our face. Um, if you turn the TV on, anything that has to do with art, uh, any kind of entertainment, any any kind of decorating, anything, um, there's always uh, a lot of the TV shows they're pushing the, the the effeminate homosexual male, whether he's homosexual or not. I mean, they're pushing this overly sensitive. Feminine acting man In your face And making it Normal So uh, Brother Charles You know I know you <laughs> Loaded up And ready to go So uh, Let me hear what you think About uh, The contrast Between The manly man And the effeminate man And and You know We're, we're faced with it So we might as well Talk about it And this uh-huh. is Minister Charles White From South Dakota From, from What town is that, dear? Uh, What town are you from, brother? Uh, Box Box Elder. Box Elder, South Dakota. Amen. Brother Charles White, you have the
4: mic. Amen. Um, uh, First of all, I'd like to thank you all for having me on the show again tonight. It's definitely a pleasure and honor uh, to share with you all, uh, especially conversations like this, because it's much needed uh, in the body of Christ. Uh, So... As we get right into it That's a great question uh, The dichotomy of the manly man And then the feminine man The feminine man agenda Has been pushed as we know By the prince of the air Which is Satan himself I mean he's the prince of the air He owns the airwaves And this agenda has been uh, Really uh, Has really been pushed Because as you said before uh, Hollywood Which is uh <laughs> There's no coincidence that it's called Hollywood because when you look at the origins of that word, Hollywood was uh, is uh, is Holly is the uh, a wood that was uh, used by sorcerers and witches to cast spells. So uh, Hollywood, that's what is their whole agenda is to cast a spell to keep you amused. Uh, And we know that word "amuse" means not to know, to keep you really not knowing what's really going on behind the scenes. And what's behind the scenes, it really is pure evil. And the enemy is promoting his agenda of homosexuality and lesbianism, which in Daniel, uh, I believe in chapter 11, uh, which refers to the Antichrist being one who has no desire of a woman uh, because he thinks of himself being so great that uh, he's not to be refused uh, by anyone. So we see, uh, because most of Hollywood, uh, believe it or not, is actually governed by homosexuals. So uh, it's the law of the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. Because they're in charge, uh, you see that any television show therefore any movie that comes out now has to have these innuendos of homosexuality or effeminate men so what do we mean by effeminate effeminate uh, uh, really means just having traits, tastes habits uh, and traditionally considered feminine
3: so we see okay Charles men- here comes the music so I'm going to ask you to hold that note we'll be right there I'll be right. right back
1: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
3: We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non denominational, Bible based, Holy Spirit led deliverance ministry pastor charles and
1: Romika white liberty christian center homeschooling have questions get your pen and paper ready it's the sociable homeschooler vivian mcninney fridays at 5 4 central on Toginet.com.
3: minister chris jones i'm not the woman i used to be because i never was a woman i'm a man and it's it's uh godly men speak out tonight and and i have uh minister charles white for those of you just joining us uh we were talking about the the contrast between the manly man and the effeminate man and brother charles was just getting fired up uh we were we were talking about um hollywood and the the movie industry and brother charles we want you to just Pick up where you left off, Brother. Amen. as I was
4: saying that uh, what Hollywood, because it is predominantly owned and ran by uh, homosexuals and uh, lesbians, uh, they have the power, so you what we 're seeing now is images inundating us through uh, the TV, the music uh, and the movies of these images. And it's a ploy of the enemy When you get on a beneath it all It's a ploy of the enemy Because he knows that what you see uh, You would desire That's why the Bible says The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh These things are what cause a man to fall And he's working overtime To place these images To try to deconstruct What God has intended the purpose of a man to be Wow only- Go ahead And I was going to say on the other side, we have the uh, manly man, which both of these images are contrary to God, because uh, on the flip side of that, the manly man is one who is portrayed as a womanizer. He either smokes, drinks, cusses, fusses, or he has more than one woman. And what I mean by that is you look at the James Bond, you know, coming up, you had the James Bond movies or the Shaft. These were considered manly men, you know, they uh, they they live by the whim of 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 their of their how they felt. And Mm -hmm. uh, and they either were drinking and smoking in these movies. Really, they were apart from what God has really intended a man to be. And because these images uh, because men were not the fathers were not in the home most children as young boys gravitated to these images of what they see on TV or in the movies so therefore they believe that this is what a real man is supposed to be like either I'm going to be you know uh, a girly man or a manly man a manly man is, uh, uh, is somebody who is strong who uh, who, 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 uh, gets, who gets the women who smokes, cuss, and just let it all hang out. So we have these uh, opposing views and it leave those who are who don't know Christ bewildered on what a real man is supposed to be.
3: They end up having having uh no choice but to either choose one path or the other, and and without God in their life, there's so many of them that are um choosing one path or the other and there's some that are even trying to be both because they're they're in the closet they they they're, they're homosexuals and, but they're walking around all um, buffed out you know the muscle man mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
3: and you see two two muscular homosexuals walking up the street holding hands you know so the devil has 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 really been on his job and and his thing is to keep you keep your mind bombarded with so much filth and and confusion to where what he's trying to push is normalcy with this being just normal that's it and and it's so abnormal that it's ridiculous but if if like take kids who've been born in the last 10 years you know and growing up um If their parents are not godly parents that are teaching them the ways, and, and I hate to say the old way, but it is the old way. The, 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 God's word never changes, mm-hmm. and if, if 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 a parent is not teaching his children the ways of God, what are they left to have? They left to have nothing. Nothing left but what, what the world has to offer now. And that's so much confusion, but the enemy wants wants them to know or feel that it's normal. Um, I was just, you know, scanning through the channels and, and seeing the news, and I'm seeing all of these uh, people celebrating Halloween, and it's something that I've noticed over the years in my adult life of how many men are so willing to dress like a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially uh, in a military environment. It's like they can't wait to put stockings on. Mm-hmm. And see, that's a that's a door, that's an opportunity to just show who you really are or, or, or really show what the enemy has been been tormenting you with all the time and now you get a chance to be free with it Mm
0: -hmm.
3: you know and um it's 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 amazing how people would rather be quiet about it and just call it normal than combat it but a lot of a lot of people don't have god in their life and and have no desire uh talk about the um we talked about the manly man and the the um effeminate man but 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 talk about the godly man how he is so much different from either one of those men
4: amen uh i'm glad you brought that up because unfortunately uh because these images of what a man's supposed to be uh have uh caused uh uh I'll put it this way. The view of, uh, of a godly man is, is is scarce compared to the images that we see normally on TV or even in our society mm-hmm. because we have too many uh, men who are called to be godly men not really living out uh, what God has called them to be because too many of them are caught up in the uh, the trap of trying to really identify uh, who they are and the type of man that God wants them to be. Now, what do I mean by that? Because in today's society, as we alluded to last show, that the roles of 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 the home has changed uh, significantly since the 50s up to this generation now. Well, now you have two parents working, and now— Men have to learn how to adjust uh, to having their wives work and having to be willing to help around the house, uh, spend more time raising the kids. And these are roles where a lot of uh, uh, our men are struggling with because they never had a father in the home. So I'm glad you brought that up. What does a, a godly man... Uh, and a godly father look at. In simple terms, it comes straight from the scripture. Because we're not trying to bash, because in in our society in America, we are groomed to be tough. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a man is. And when you mention a man, you you think of, of an American man. You have the image of a cowboy, or you in in the inner cities, you have the image. Especially uh, me coming from Chicago, a lot of the young young know, people think of a man as somebody that's rough and tough and or even a gangbanger or a pimp because they haven't had the direct role model in the home, so they have these different images telling them what a man's supposed to be but let's get to the scripture like you said, in order for us to really understand what a man of God's supposed to look like we have to go to the creator, which is God, he created us, and uh, in simple terms without going through a whole lot in ecclesiastics Chapter 12, I love how uh, King Solomon summed up the whole matter, and pretty much he says in uh, chapter 12, verse 13, he says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. This is the whole duty of man, and I like that, and when he's talking about that, he's not just talking about male, he's also talking about women, but let me jump back to men, we have to go back to what God intended a man for. It's the purpose. And we have to stop thinking about roles and think about what the purpose of man is, because you can be a man and for some of them, because there are some godly men who have chosen to to come home and raise their children. Mm-hmm. And the woman is working. Now, some men would be like, well, I got a problem with that. Well, well, that man is not uh, giving up his roles and responsibilities or his purpose of being what God has created him to do as long as he understands that he is the foundation of their home. And ultimately, uh, because we don't have enough time really to get into that, but ultimately, I would say the role of a godly man is to teach his family how to worship and honor God. Do you not know that is one of the reasons why God uh chose abraham. If you read the scriptures in the book of Genesis, he said God chose Abraham because he knew that Abraham would command his family after him. And that is the that is the role of a godly man is to take the lead, take on the responsibility and and leading your family to worship God. So that's in a simple uh, uh aspect The man should be the first one to lead in worship, lead in prayer, taking their families to church. These are what the roles of a man, a godly man, is supposed to look like. A true man worships God.
3: Amen, brother. A true man worships God and he leads by example. Amen. Um, He leads by example and... If he leads by example and God is first, his family is going to wanna to fall in line. Yes. They're gonna they're going to wanna, to, that son's gonna see his father and say, I wanna be just like him. I wanna, if, if his father plays the piano, that boy is gonna to wanna to play the piano. You know, if the mother sings and the father, you know, the the, the man is there, he's involved, the kids are gonna to want to follow the, the the footsteps of the father, of the mother, of the parents. Because the unit is complete, and then God will bless that unit. Amen. He will bless that unit, and you will actually grow like a healthy plant that's getting sun, that's getting water, that's getting everything that it's supposed to get. We have about 30 seconds before the music, brother, and we're going to come back. Uh, We're going to talk about the school system and how it falls right in the line of what we're talking about, about the raising up. Of 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 these children, and um, I just thank you so much for joining us, Brother White. And we're having a wonderful time with Amen. Godly men speaking out.
4: Amen.
1: Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these.
5: Think I've made it. I'm popular. I seem happy all the time. I've great clothes and I'm involved in everything. But I have questions, doubts, and fears just like every other teenager. That's why I'm glad for Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices.
1: Join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole Odell, Thursday nights at 10, 9 Central on Toginet.com.
5: The choices we have to make that can alter the course of our lives. Life is too much pressure if we try to go it alone. I tune in to Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell every week to get reminded that I'm not alone. Nicole O'Dell is an expert on what happens in the lives of teenagers. Join her as she deals with topics like peer pressure, purity, drugs, alcohol, and many other things that might come up along the way. She writes books and speaks to people all over the place, but she says her favorite moments are when she can pull up a chair and chat with teens about what's important to us.
1: For more information on Nicole And her books go to NicoleOdell.com Then join us for Teen Talk Radio with Nicole O'Dell Thursday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com.
5: Teen Talk Radio, where it's all about choices
1: Equipping the Saints Ministries
3: Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls To do the things they are called to do With confidence and boldness And to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls, or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616 Clinton, Maryland 20735 or email us at vir. Two US One at Verizon.net. Thank
0: God. I am free. I am free.
1: Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Tugginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal, it's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones.
3: Hello, people. This is Minister Chris Jones, and I have a special guest, part two with minister charles white from box elder south dakota uh we were just talking about the uh contract between the the manly man and the effeminate man and uh and then we concluded out about the godly man how the the, the man in the home is supposed to be a godly man he's supposed to know god and, and 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 learn all he can learn about god and and allow god into his life so that he may lead his family in a godly way and he can be complete and whole. And brother brother White did an excellent job breaking that down. Um now as a as a father we have to send our children to school. You know, we have school-age children. I mean, there's people that do homeschooling, but everybody doesn't do homeschooling. Everybody doesn't have um you know the capabilities what have you to do, do homeschooling? What do we, how do we deal with sending our kids to uh, public school systems? And you know, what what what's some of the issues that we have to deal with, Brother Charles, as far as what they're teaching our children at school?
4: My Lord, uh, the the I'll say the problem because it is a huge problem and the saints of god if you have your children in public school you really need to be praying uh because the odds are stacked up against uh our our children that are believers what i mean by that just even statistically when you look at it children spend more times in school than they do at home with their parents so the school systems have been set up to uh, try to eradicate any Christian uh, belief system that a child is being taught at home. We can start with, uh, I, I go back to the 50s and the 60s, because that's where we see the trend in our society has begun to ebb downward, and it started ebbing downward quickly. Because we know that in uh, 1963, that's when prayer was eradicated from our school systems. Prior to that, most of the school and educational systems validated and uh, 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 supported the moral teaching that you were getting at home. Uh, What would I mean by that? Well, most school systems were started by Christians, if you look at your history in our country. Even most universities. Well, now the roles have changed because in the 60s, that's when secularism, humanism, postmodernism, these thoughts of of, uh, training, uh, uh, ways of thinking has entered into the school system. And with the the Woodstock's free sex, feminism, now these ones uh, who were students are the ones who are now teaching, you know, and the ones who are now the professors. And these universities and most uh, universities are now uh, secular where you have uh, in our school systems now trying to make uh, porn a viable study as hmm. an art form where you have now where they're removing as early as uh, kindergarten, where they're trying to remove gender. They're trying to make uh, schools genderless. We're not referring to him or her uh, with the sex education that they're trying to teach kids now, with the books that they're programming strategically to uh, kids as early as hand-starting kindergarten, enforcing curriculum like reading, having two moms or two dads. So, and then with evolution, which we know really evolution is not scientific, but it's a belief, And these Mm -hmm. things are being inundated in uh, the music and the teachings and even the teachers now where they're uncontrollable and they're uh, engaging in sexual activities with the kids now. And all this stems from around 1963, where we see that since the time that prayer was taken out of school, teenage uh, teenage pregnancy has risen, suicide among teens has risen, violence in the school has risen, all the negative things since they have told God we want you out, now the enemy has full uh, course and he's having wreaking havoc in the school systems now. And as you and I were coming up where we may have, you know, you know, had a couple of fist fights, now they're shooting one another. And now they're having bombs building schools. So we see that things have escalated tremendously and the teachers, uh, some of them are frustrated because it seems like they have no power, and the children have all the power.
3: Exactly. Wow. Um, you said a mouthful. I think about um, Columbine was what, twelve years ago, maybe ten years ago, mm-hmm. and it was it was like the kids. Well, we know that was demonic. Yes because it was it was a blatant act of violence and it was targeted um a certain group of people they were asked you know did they believe in god you know and and depending on their answer determined their um the outcome if they would live or die and when you when you said they took prayer out of the school basically it's a concept as though Say you have a room and the light is on in the room, and all the darkness has to run and hide because the darkness doesn't want to be seen.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's how the school system was. It was light, it mm-hmm. had prayer in the school. Uh the Bible was present. Uh discipline was there. Mm-hmm. You know, and um and parents were communicated to from the school properly, so parents knew what was going on in the school, but as soon as you removed God out of the school as soon as there was a rebellion, as soon as rebellion read up his head and started you know coming with complaints and complaints and complaints and and petitions and we got we got the prayer out of the school and got God out of the school, that light went off, and those wicked beings. That was thrive. That thrive in the dark got to come forth from every avenue, and our teachers. I mean, our 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 children were still taken to the front door and handed over. Yes, handed over to a wicked society, a wicked school system, and it just uh, from back then it just grew and grew and grew and festered more and more, and now. It's it's amazing that I know in this city they talk about the the um, the promiscuous you know levels and and children who are having sex mm-hmm. um, unprotected sex the levels are off the charts just oh. in in the city you know and then the levels of children who are engaged in homosexuality or who are in the closet and all of this stuff that never had anything. It was rare to see a lot of that kind of stuff when I was growing up. You know, every blue moon, somebody would end up pregnant and, and, you know, they would end up being taken out of school and going to private school. But it's, it's commonplace now where everything is so buck wild to where what are they learning as far as education? They're learning the world's education. They're learning the world's system. And it's it's been deemed normal. And 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 it's amazing when I think about, you know, I think about the people who are the kids who are in their twenties now, you know, the things that they see now is they were they were born into it. It was already that way when they were born. You know, I can go back and talk about things from my childhood and 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 the changes that i've seen you know i was born in 1961 so a lot of that rebellion that you're talking about 1963 i was two years old Mm
4: -hmm.
3: so i was born in a rebellion time and but there was there was godly parents there were there were there was a time where there was a resistance to the devil I put it that way. Yes, there was a resistance. The church was doing its job. Um, there was there was a major resistance, and 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 we wasn't going down without a fight, you know. But but now we see the same mess that we see in the schools and in the streets. We see it in the church. Yes, <laughs> but I'm gonna yes, get back do. to that. That's yes, we do. <laughs> I'm gonna get back to that, and so our kids are in the middle. Like you said, they're in the middle. Say if, if, if the parents are at home teaching one thing and the school is teaching another thing, the kids have to live a double life, you know. And, and, and we go back to that real man again, how he's supposed to be the example. He's supposed to take the charge. And he's supposed to say, you know, if, if, if it means snatching them out of school, Mm-hmm. And having homeschool and teaching them the godly way, you he has to make that stand, because God made the man the head, and if if you stand, God will honor you. He will stand behind you, you know. But there's so many weak, watered down men nowadays, to where that 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 stand, just to mention it to them, they get their, their knees shake and and they they break out. <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. you're talking about you're talking about taking it against the, the you know taking it to the streets and taking it against the man you know against society, but really God look he's looking for somebody who will make a stand. Um, I think we have maybe about 30 seconds. I want to um, prepare us for going into our final topic. That was real good, brother. Um, open some eyes. Um, we're gonna go into. The lust issues, the temptations, how we combat sex as men. Amen. And, and the, the topic that my oh. wife brought up uh, earlier, we're going to jump right into it. And uh, they might have to just cut us off. because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a hot topic, but it's necessary in Amen. this time. And um, we'll, we'll be right back. Here comes the Music.
1: Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now don't let it this is i'm not the woman i used to be i'm free with minister diane jones and we'll be right back after these
3: the story of me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest abuse and neglect to find a second chance at happiness It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The Story of Me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com. Or any of the major bookstores.
1: Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on TuggingIt.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. You are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, LeahJansen.com. That's Leah, dot com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jensen, and listen live to The Leah Jensen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Thank God. Hello, people. This
3: is Minister Chris Jones. We're back with Minister Charles White talking, um, having conversations of uh, godly men speak out. And uh, in our last segment, we're going to at least get started on it. Uh, (laughs) The topic um, about how do we as men combat the temptation of sex, lust, lasciviousness, and... um, the constant barrage of wickedness in the media and in everyday life. Now, before Brother Charles gets started, I'm going to just, just reflect a little bit, because my wife asked a question earlier. Uh, and I, Actually, I'm going to ask my wife to, to ask that question again.
2: Well, I'm going to try to make it the short version. Um, basically, I describe the fact that everywhere I turn, I see boobs, butts, Bodies, cleavage, bras, thongs, butt crack, you name it. And I'm offended at some of the stuff I see. I have to do a double take because I'm not sure if I'm seeing what I think I'm seeing. So I want to know how do you as men, I know you and I have talked about these kinds of things, but how do you as godly men remain faithful to God? And to your wives, with all of this in your face, okay. in your face.
3: Okay. Well, I have to. Um, I have to say that you 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 can't avoid it, but you have to be. Uh, uh, you have you have to be in constant communion with the Lord. You have to you have to uh, pray without ceasing. You're gonna see it, but you got to be. You have to talk to the Lord constantly. I mean, and even when you do that, sometimes, I mean, it's 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 amazing. But I I notice myself, I'm getting bolder and bolder, and I'll I'll say something. <laughs> I, I'll say, especially if I know the person, you know. If I don't know the person, I'll just I'll just turn away. And, and focus on something else but it, it, even if you turn away it'll be, it'll be where you turn to
0: hmm.
3: you know, it'll be behind you, in front of you so um, I'm going to ask my wife to mute her microphone um, it's, it's everywhere and it's an abomination and man has to be in place he has to be in place or he'll be, end up being a victim of of, of temptation a victim of lust and if he's out of place he's gonna um. he's gonna it says uh, what is it the idle mind is the devil's workshop you have to be busy doing God's work you have to be about God's business you know and and the stuff that we see it's not only seeing women we see men walk I mean I moved back to the city two years ago and I see when I see a man walking around in woman's shoes i'm I'm it it makes me want to go out take a trash can and hit him in the head, but I know I can't do that, but it's <laughs> it's it's crazy, and that spirit of affectation wants to be seen wants mm-hmm. to be out in the open, wants to draw you know every look at me, look at me, look at me and but it's it's alive in the women as well they want to be seen, but our women are being taught. By foolish women teaching their daughters that you know you have to you have to look good, you have to you know um the confidence you know they're teaching your daughter yeah you have to wear this padded bra so you can have your confidence you know people need to look at you, you need to be seen, but that's that's a lifestyle that's out of order and but the man has to be in place. He has to he has to be disgusted. If you're not disgusted with it, then you're a part of it. Brother Charles, take it and run with it, brother. Amen.
4: That is a very uh awesome question. First of all, uh men, uh and I'm gonna say men of God because that's a real issue that uh is plaguing the church. And uh uh, the only advice that I can give, it comes from the word. It's 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 easier said to some than done because it's going to take... You have to make a decision because as I said before, young men have been trained to ogle our young girls. Mm-hmm. and they, This behavior is, it starts as early as middle school, now grammar school, because kids are already engaging in sexual activity. Uh, and society now, because Women are a lot freer, and like I said, the sexual revolution brought up about this. Now you have women taking on the the, the role that a manly man would take. They're 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 free about showing themselves.
3: And they're on the hunt.
4: Yeah. And with that, only thing I can say is three things. You have to submit to God, because the Bible says, Submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. That's James 4 7. You have to abstain, and you have to flee. Now, what do I mean by that? Uh, some now, I'm not saying that you're on a job and you see something. Come on, you can't just get up and run from your job. But what you can do is, is in your mind, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 31, it says, Therefore, take no thought, saying what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, or what withal we can be clothed. Now, we know that that scripture is talking about, eating, drinking, or whatever, but the part that sticks out to me is the first segment of the scripture says, therefore, take no thought, sing. So this lets me know that the Bible tells us we have to cast down every imagination, everything that seems to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Those thoughts and those images are going to come to your mind. You can't help that. They're going to come, but it's what you do with those thoughts.
3: Entertaining. Um,
4: yes. Yeah. And and you have to cast those things down. You can't just think it away. You're going to have to say something. You're going to have to plead the blood of God. You're going to have to uh, 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 pray, as you said earlier. But you got to have a predetermined response on what you're going to do when you see that. And I already have one. Don't kid yourself. When you go out in society, uh, I told my wife, it won't be long before you see women walking bare-chested down the street. What are you going to do? First of all, as a man of God, I, I, I already know that some of these are misguided in the fact that that's some of them, that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So we have to realize that that's somebody's daughter. First of all, that's somebody who, uh, who God's heart is bleeding for, and we have to change our, ourselves. But at the same time, that's where the wives come in. You got to be able to share these things with your wife. And I'm I'm gonna step on some toes like right that because most men I I, hey, I can't and that's the problem you can't talk to your wife about these things. You guys should be able to talk about these struggles that you're having, because your wife can help you with that.
3: She can help you with it, and she can she can she can hold you accountable. She can ask you, are you having any any issues? You know, has anything been going on? how, how, how you know? And, and she can go directly to that point. Because and she knows say, you and because you have shared it. Go ahead.
4: And I will say it takes a very mature wife, woman of God to handle that. Because uh, as a uh, as a wife, she can't be insecure thinking that her husband is lusting after that because he says that, you know, I was tempted. I seen this and, you know, I had this thought come to my mind. That doesn't mean that he actually necessarily wanted to act on it, but those thoughts uh, have came to his mind. He needs that safe haven, that outlet, or having other uh, accountable brothers. And it starts by being able to talk about these issues. Too many times in the church we want to cover over stuff without bringing it up to the surface so that it can be dealt with.
3: Or it'll be a one-way conversation, and the man is supposed to just— Sit there and listen, but then he's never given a forum where he can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And when it's when it's when it can be talked about as a as a as a natural part of life, because uh, throughout the Bible, men were tempted
4: mm-hmm.
3: and they fell, but yeah. God has put put things in place for us to have to to combat the devil. Everything the devil tries to do. There, there's there been a counter because the devil is a created being you mm-hmm. know and 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 so to be able to clear yourself to be able to free yourself um, if you can't go to your wife you can, like you say you can go to another brother you can talk to somebody and say hey man I'm having an issue mm-hmm. you know how do you how do you handle that you know and and the things we see—it's—we it's, see the wigs, you know. We see the, the tattoos. They—they they, they wear the tattoos on the on their breasts, and then they try to wear a low top so you can see their tattoos and ask about it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's so much in your face that you have to be in place. You have to be in place, and and every time you take that mental picture and you hold on to it and hold on to it. And then here comes another mental picture. You're building up an account. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, you got all this junk in your head. How can you combat the enemy when when you're holding on to the enemy?
0: Yeah.
3: You know, you can't hold on with one hand and, and hold on to God. On the other hand, you got to let go and say, God, I need help. Send me help. and 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 he will. He will always honor the prayer our prayers um i think we have about a minute left brother this is this has been uh wonderful i wrote down some some things uh i said the tattoos and the fake hair uh everybody's pushing the sexuality as if it's yes. such a such a big thing to mm-hmm. be sexy mm-hmm. you know and 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 it's not it's not god made sex for the man and the woman, for the husband and the wife. And if you're not a husband or a wife, you really shouldn't be entertaining it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Honestly. I, they, they don't, and that's the thing. Most people are ignorant when it comes to it. And I don't mean that as a derogatory term. It's just that they don't know. They
3: don't I know do. it has Personally, to Personally,
4: I fell into that trap, you know, uh, before I gave my life to Christ, being a teenager, because I didn't know. Uh, all they said was don't have sex, but they never really told you why. Because wow. the Bible said it that you need to be able to explain,
3: and, and you, people and you can't fight it.
4: Amen. And, and once people know the truth, I'm thoroughly convinced. When they understand God's plan, they they it will uh, they'll be more willing to control themselves.
3: So well, brother, thank you, brother White. Thank you, and we have the music. <laughs> and God bless you, and we'll see you next time. Amen. Uh-